I watch film, but I'd be honest, I mean, when I first started watching film, I was just watching the game. Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, that's DDDNFL on Twitter, and of course follow the group at UK Packers. And as usual, I'm joined by Meow Buddy, Meow Pal. It's at Ryan Peacock NFL. What's going on, buddy? I'm good. Now I, I am I've got to apologize. I've got to start with an apology because I'm at least what half an hour late on recording mm. this podcast. If not, actually looking at it now, thirty nine minutes to be exact. Thirty. So, thirty. Just, thirty. So I'm thirty nine minutes late to be exact so i just got to apologize for that but it's that thing you ring a taxi i'll be there in 10 you ring him back in 10 minutes you say where are you he says i'm just coming down the street you look up the street and you look down the street and he ain't there you ring him up you go oh me oh china you are having a joke where are you and he says just on my way down the street and you go no you said that on the last phone call where are you you haven't do you know what i mean so that went on for about three or four phone calls and they finally turned up but he only uh, only charges the fiver, so. Well, I'm glad I, I'm glad it worked out well for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to wait up another forty minutes before I even turned up for the podcast. But to be fair, I only had to shout out Lady Godiva, and we were all right. Yeah, because um, you know sleep for me paramount these days. Because yeah, that's fine. But you got to remember, I've just saved about three quid. Fair play. Three English pounds, so that's worth. You know, at least an hour if you'll sleep, surely. Yeah. So, if anyone doesn't know, I have uh, I have another small human in my household now. So the bump has become bear. a baby. Yeah, a brand new. Um, yeah, a baby bear, but not baby Chicago bear. It's more like a baby Packer. No, baby well, what, what do you call him in Ireland? Don't 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 Scottish guys call him a Ben or Ben or I don't know. Yeah, we just call them babies over here. Because I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing the way the personas become. Like, you know, we were sort of saying that, weren't we? Like, we've become cartoon characters. So, being Irish, <laughs> and I like to take the piss of how backward the country is. Like, as, you know, Americans come over and they're like, Have you heard of Beyonce? And like, going, Yeah, yeah, we have. We've heard of Beyonce. <laughs> you know, and it's like American football. you too. Yeah, yeah, you know, we've, we've exported some. But yeah, new, uh, new baby in the house. Haven't got a whole lot of sleep. I did that whole... I've always wanted to do it, right? We uh, So labour started early in the morning of a Wednesday. Half two, to be exact. Um, sure. Really kicked off at half three. And we hot-tailed it up <laughs> the road. And I was going into the bus lanes and, you know, trying to break red lights and stuff. You know, I'm, I'm going to say trying so, to break red lights so that I don't... Well, you like myself a Bru- Bruce Willis in an action film. Just... just- gunning for it yeah I was fully dressed and then I just said screw it and then got down to a vest and bare feet because it just looked more dramatic yeah. Yeah. Uh, and went up the road and yeah uh, baby was born about 6 hours later so John nice. played a trooper uh, baby Charlie came into the world big baby yeah yeah but don't play down your involvement in that you know essentially it all came from you <laughs> yeah that's, that's disgraceful in every, in every literal that. sense how many pints yeah. have you had tonight with dinner 7 yeah see that's the problem here this is um, what happens when the taxi doesn't turn up why did you go to the pub and have some more yeah, and he was like I was three. outside the restaurant where you called a taxi for and you're like oh yeah I was in the pub waiting for you um, I can see where it all went wrong no it's a, lo- it's a local pub so obviously it does the food so the pub is the restaurant the restaurant is the pub oh it's fine <laughs> well, it's, it's good to know that you've uh, you've gone high end uh, scampi and fries or whatever did I serve good fare though decent oh best steak best steak in town decent I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. a steak man. Yeah, supposed to get good steak. Add a little bit of cheeky calamari on the old starter. Oh, Jesus. Squid. Didn't have time to have the fudge cake because I had to get the taxi. Then the taxi didn't turn up for another six days. 
So I could have had the fudge cake and probably finished it off with the profiteroles. But uh, no dice. I fear we've spoke about your night out more than I have my newborn child. I know, and it's a far bigger occasion, your child, I I would imagine. I mean, this is Dad Mark II, you know, if we're going to talk about it in a Ford Escort style way. Yeah, Steve Daddy number two. But come here, we've got big news to say at the end of this podcast. Plus, we have to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. You've had a baby. Does it get bigger than that? Uh, well it's fairly does, small does well he's fairly small at the moment but uh, he, right, he will yeah. get bigger I hope bigger than me because that's all I want to do because he was a bigger one yeah yeah 8, 13 like um, 13 stone or something wasn't it? yeah around the same uh, it's, yeah. it's the same in baby terms I don't know where she hit it Jesus because uh, she, was, she was nice and uh, neat nice but anyway we digress come on lineman. <laughs> that's what someone said to me here you're getting up a good defensive line there because first kid is um, he's developmental he's meant to be 6 foot and the second was bigger at birth than the first, so I can only imagine what his developmental is. I just want to breed out the Hobbit gene in my in yeah. my bloodline. That's all I'm sure doing. Sure, Yeah. Um, no, I'm not, but I don't <laughs> care because look, if she's gonna canoodle with Tall Dave at work, I'm just happy that she's canoodled with Tall Dave and not short one-eyed Steve. As um, long as Tall Dave is a Packers fan, we're good. So look, should we talk Bengals? I think we should. Um, right. So let let's do a five-word review. Um, the Packers are not gonna lose. So, what do you think of this, um, Rhino? Like, look at where the bookies' favorites—they've put us at eighty percent chance of winning. Do yeah, you subscribe so the, to that? Is it that cut and dry? Well, it should be, shouldn't it? I mean, the Bengals in pretty poor so far this season. They haven't even scored a touchdown, have they? Is that right? Yeah, it's the first time since nineteen thirty-nine sure. that that's happened. So, yeah, that's, in bad company there. This is right. I mean, I've picked the likes of uh, Joe Mixon to, you know. Hate the guy, but I thought he was an option on the, on a fantasy. I've got John Ross. You know, I think in one of my leagues I've even got Andy, Dal- Andy Dalton. Uh, I've got about nine leagues, but the Bengals are just not playing well. It's not coming together for them. They've already got rid of their offensive coordinator. Um, and as I said the other week, it's the one team Aaron Rodgers hasn't beaten. Mm. You know, which is is unbelievable. Well, I say the one team. There's two teams he hasn't beaten. That's the Packers. And the Bengals, and in one of his interviews this week, he actually said, I have beaten the Packers a couple of times in my career when I've played poorly, which I thought was quite a cool answer. Yeah. Um, not exactly to those words, because uh, I, I haven't written it down in front of me. But something along those lines. So, yeah, the Bengals are the only team left for him to beat. Um, that's got to give him some drive. Obviously, the media, every time you play the Bengals, are going to bring that up. He wants to get that off his back. Um, so, with the fact that Rogers needs to beat him to complete the, uh, the full house, to put it in bingo terms... Um, and the fact that the Bengals are playing pretty badly does put us at uh, a pretty surefire favourite. The only thing that worries me is looking at the um, the Packers' uh, injury lists at the moment and and sort of the participation list in, in, in training going through this week. And that that's a worry because there's some big names on there and there are a lot of big names as well. If you look at Ryan Wood's Twitter... Um, and if you're not following him, go and follow him because he's he's a big guy. He's at by Ryan Wood um, is his Twitter handle. But go follow him, and he's put up there. I mean, there's a lot of big names on there that are currently doubtful or questionable, mm-hmm. and that is where my concern comes from. Yeah, that's how I looked at it as well. I mean, there's two ways to look at this. I think one is to actually look at the Bengals in their first two games and to try examine if they were as piss poor as people are saying that they are. <laughs> I mean, when you come up with a stat that. It's never, it hasn't been since 1939. You know, that's a story that your great grandfather tells you before he kicks the can, you know. So to, to come up with a stat like that, the fact that they're already sacking their offensive coordinator, getting him out, Ken Sampisi, 
Uh, the dude waited on the you know on the team for I think it was something like 15 years as quarterbacks coach uh, to get his shot. He does get his shot. There were crap uh, while he was in charge and then got the boot after the second game. Uh, but you know what? So if we look at it that way, if you look, at, we're just going to break down sort of the Bengals' first two games. Uh, they dropped a big fat donut against the Ravens which was poor but Ryan if you look at their top five grades it mostly comes on the defense so Kevin Minter uh, Ryan Glasgow Carl Lawson and Geno Atkins and Geno Atkins is an absolute freak in nature yeah he is yeah. Now, like because look what we find is is after the preseason your defense gets a good run out your offense they don't want to play those players you know because they're seen as the premium players on the team they're the ones that's going to notch up the points for you and you know the defense gets a chance to hit and you pick up injuries but the defense is usually a lot more polished than the offense so most of these offenses around the league start off slowly add in the fact that you have the cba that's going to limit uh, padded practices you have the o-line play league-wide has been absolutely piss poor and that's been the same as it is uh, for the bengals uh not to mention a lot of other teams like the seahawks that we faced which is one of the main reasons why we bet the seahawks is because of that, you know, you had that funny picture where we had uh, three defensive players pass the O-line and they're going, the Seahawks uh, O-line looked better this year, you know, and it shows them getting trounced out of it. But that's what concerns me is the fact that their top grades on the Bengals are these defensive players. Andy Dalton isn't playing well, but this is a guy who a couple of years ago, he was playing so well that he started getting um, hair sponsorship. You know, there was all these gel companies giving this dude hair products. And it was all the big story of one of the weeks. And I'll never forget it because it just made me bleed inside. It was an, I internally bled from the poor, piss-poor reporting. And I've used piss-poor about 10 times, but I'm running on lack of sleep here. Uh, my vocal has <laughs> gone way down. Um, my sleep has been piss-poor. So, uh, you know, that was the biggest story was, was, oh, Andy, so tell us what keeps your hair up. And I was thinking, I don't care if it's Viagra, okay? Let's not talk about his hair here. So on the first game, he was unquestionably the reason why they couldn't get anything going. Um, on top of that, then he had his left tackle uh, who just got ran through. So Cedric um, Ogbuhi, uh, thanks for having that name, for, especially for the podcast. So Andy Dalton had a grade from Pro Football Focus of thirty six point nine that first week, um, but. It's- <laughs> AJ Green, funny enough, Ryan got a, a top grade. He was their f- uh, fourth best player overall on that games week. Mm-hmm. So you know AJ's still out there doing his thing. He's running the right routes. He's there, available to be open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know Dalton just can't put it on the numbers. But pr- like, and that's what people are putting it down to. Like Andy Dalton has just forgot how to quarterback. However, when it came to the second game, Andy Dalton was actually their fifth best player. Uh, you know, apparently he was fairly consistent. If you take away some of the things that he had to throw the ball away because of really bad O-line play, his adjusted completion percentage is actually 72.4, which is ridiculously decent. Another thing that I think we have to look at here is your man Joe Mixon uh, had a higher, had a high as a grade, Jesus Christ, and tongue twister, has at high a grade as or higher than the other running backs on the team and of course he's the newest because he's a rookie so Jeremy Hill came in uh, below him and then Giovanni Bernard who was kind of their bell cow back a couple of years ago was worse than that still so you know his yards after the contact is the main thing to look at with Mixon and because of our depleted defense and how we've been playing especially mm-hmm. last week would be a worry for me because like the Packers the Bengals can get it going and finally I'll say on this sort of point of you know putting the boogeyman up people is we faced the Colts last year and someone from the Colts admin said you will not get a worse team this year than the Colts and we got bet by them so I don't think this is a game that we can take for granted because the defence is fierce especially when Geno Atkins is on the field so I think with AJ Green he is as good 
as Julio Jones was last week and we saw how he kind of dominated our defense yeah so not only did he look good but we also made Mohamed Sanu look like he was Jerry Rice so <laughs> we've got like this week you've got John Ross you've got AJ Green they they could be they could still just have breakout games against us at some point the Bengals will get good mm. okay the Bengals are not one of those teams that were tipped to be bad this year that's like for the Bears the Niners the Jets right yeah. the Bengals weren't supposed to be bad at some point they'll get it together at some point um an offensive coordinator's got to come in because one's gone now and it's going to be simplified and things are, are going to come together. We don't want that to be against the Green Bay Packers and they have got playmakers on their team. So we've got to be very aware of that. Um, like I said, my biggest worry is if you look at the, the players on the Green Bay Packers that, that are doubtful. So just to go through those, Bakhtiari, Bryce, Cobb, Daniels, House, Perry and Ryan and then on top of that you've got questionable uh, Jordy Nelson and Brian Belaga mm. you know so there's a lot of guys we, we could be playing in, in a lot of areas we could be playing a lot of sort of second teamers if you like um, so th- this game will be a lot closer than it should be on paper um, but of course the great game of gridiron is not played on paper it's played on the gridiron so it's going to be an interesting one it will still be a good matchup um, but it could just be a little bit nervously close at times yeah that's the way the Packers like to do it especially when the offense seems to be um, misfiring in ways I suppose and like you said Mm -hmm. Brian you've raised a good point I mean we have players injured from nearly every personnel group you know we've hit the O-line cornerbacks wide receivers uh, safeties so yeah it's going to be one of those games where if there's a serious weak link in any one of those and someone runs riot you know for a run stop and isn't great mix them could run up the numbers um and similarly aj green as you like sometimes that guy's just indefensible uh, aj green for sure is one of, i would say in the top five receivers in the league hmm. yeah without a doubt i mean people who play you know fantasy I mean? usually pick him up but I tell you what, this is something that the people out there uh, don't know, is that we've paused this podcast uh, recording a couple of times because my newborn decided to wake up at the same time as my uh, one-and-a-half-year-old. So it's all hands on deck. So I reckon, Ryan, we should probably get on to, um, and again, that's my bad, we should get on to this uh, Super Bash announcement, uh, where it is, uh, how much it is, and how ridiculously good of a steal it is, uh, how many tickets we've got available. Give the yeah. peeps the info. Okay, so this year we are going Super Bowl party. This is the first year we've done it, and we really hope you're going to support us on this one. Um, we keep going to everybody else's party and being the biggest group there. So we were like, do you know what? Let's do our own party, right, Steve? Yeah. Let's yeah. have a UK Packers party. Obviously, we're bringing along with us the Arrowheads abroad because they've been with us uh, from the start. Anyone that's been to the Super Bowl parties with us know that Kansas City group, they're always there alongside, and, and we have the flag football game with them. Um, but we decided to do our own party. So we found a venue. And for the first time, we're going to take the Super Bowl party outside of London and take it up to Birmingham, Worcestershire, is it? I think it's Worcestershire. No, Warwickshire. Asking a oh, wow, to, I'm, to back I'm you confused over. now. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the W ones anyway. Hmm. Uh, going to get that horribly wrong. I think it's Warwickshire. Yeah. I'm confused. It could be Worcestershire. Who knows? Yeah. It's Birmingham. It's Birmingham, and it's uh, actually it's actually Sutton Coalfield. And what we've got is we've got one venue um, that we can play flag football at, mm. including in the price. Yeah. All equipment provided. You come in, you've got full use with your room. You've got full use of the spa, the gym, anything else. You can get out there pre-game, start pumping that iron, right? <laughs> Post-game, 
you can be in the spa, in the sauna, in the jacuzzi, whatever, recovering. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know my back's going to need that. So after then, we've got the big party. That's all in the same location. And then, of course, at the end of that party, when you've done a ton of coals or a Matt Tisdale and you passed out amongst the chairs because you drank too much brandy, it's a short ride up to your room. All in the same location. We think this is going to be awesome. We've got, what, an eight-foot by eight-foot screen. Mm-hmm. Um, at this moment, we've got... How many have we got? How many tickets have we got available at this moment? So there's 80 tickets available. So 50 go to us and 30 go to the Arrowheads abroad. So again, this is the first come first serve basis, unfortunately. And we know that we have 11, 12 fold that are probably listening to the podcast right now. So if you want your tickets, there's there's two steps to it. The first one is, well, first off, let's tell people the price. So £25 is the actual Super Bowl ticket. Uh, so with that, you get the unlimited, you know, American buffet style food. You get the late bar extension, uh, which, again, we had to, you know, pay extra for when we were booking the venue. Um, and you get that eight foot by eight foot screen, theater style seating. Um, and we might be putting on extra entertainment that we cannot say in the background. We'll probably have a couple of live razzes. We've got some premium items there in the treasure chest. So we have the Brett Favre item, the Aaron Rodgers one. We take one or both um, up to that event, depending on how we feel, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. And if it goes in the meantime. So it's £25 for that ticket. And then you can get a twin room in the Ramada, which is a special UK Packers discount for £70. So if you're bunking with somebody else like myself and Rhino, we pay £35 each. If you're going to do a Scotty Van, Tom Coles and the boys on it, and you want to cram 17 people in a room, you, by all means, give it a go and you'll probably pay a buck fifty. So all in with the room, uh, which is 35 and the ticket, 25 uh, my maths told me previously uh, with the article that is now live on our website if you go to ukpackers.co.uk you can find the sort of steps on how to book but it's pretty simple uh, I said £70 but it's actually 60 so all in £60 you get the venue you get the hotel you get as Ryan says the gym the spa the flag game out in the field right out the back it's going to be a ridiculous night and all for £60 my hotel room and last year was £150 Ryan so again I couldn't absolutely yeah. you know it's it's just ridiculous money it's bargain and everything like I said is in the same place now Birmingham's easy to get to not only that with your room that is breakfast included so anybody that's been to any of the London meetups you'll know that breakfast is extra in London in pretty much 90% of anywhere you'll stay breakfast included and for your ticket price in the evening as well that gives you the obviously dinner essentially yeah um so it's a really really good deal um i don't think we could better it anywhere we went it's it's a really decent venue um and obviously all the uk packers are going to be there all the arrowheads abroad are going to be there there's going to be the fan bowl it's going to be absolutely spawn and you need to get booked up asap yeah because the rooms are going quickly and the tickets will go quickly as well we've only had allotment of 50 tickets so to put it into perspective we probably have 70 80 plus going to just that manchester event that we have and that's not even we haven't sold all the tickets basically for that yet we can still sell a couple of more and what will end up happening is is closer to the event in manchester we're going to sell even more so just in one manchester event this year we're probably going to well eclipse that 50 tickets that we have available for arguably our biggest event outside the lambo trip uh, so that's only 50 tickets 
So if you want one, get one. There's two steps to it. One, we take the cash for the actual Super Bowl event itself, and then we yep. pass that on to the hotel. So we're gonna uh, collate all that cash, and because you know we paid an awful lot of cash up front anyway to make the booking, so you'll pay the twenty five pounds to us. And if you do that on PayPal as a friends or family, and send it across, that means we don't get hit with any stupid fees, and then we have to go and subsidise it even more. So twenty five pounds to us, and then we'll go and pay that to the hotel. When you want to book your hotel room. Uh, we'd advise that you know get your twin room get that price down to 35 pounds per person which is breakfast and gym and so on and all the rest it's just crazy so get that mate uh ring up the ramada hotel the reservation number is on our website in that article and the steps how to do it or whatever which is just basically ring the number mm-hmm. ring them book the room put the cash down i think they probably just take a deposit at this stage and then for 60 blips all in you get the whole works but again yeah. jump on it now because honestly it's not some marketing ploy the room is on the each function room can only fit so many people the one that yeah. we have only fits 80 so you know get you on need it. to you need to quote uk packers super bowl party when you book your room and there's no point in trying to go on there online if you go online you will be able to book a room but you won't get it as our discount rate so you need to phone the number that's on the website yeah so look it's going to be a class night and we apologize to the people in advance that won't get a chance to book for instance we had over 30 people coming to lambo with us this year so if all of them were to book that only leaves 20 seats left and those guys had an absolute blast so if you want to come uh, book it up now i'd advise personally probably you know if you just book the ticket with us and you get that nailed down then you can sort out the hotel room after even though they will go fast and if you miss out on that which probably shouldn't is that you know there's going to be other hotels around Birmingham, but you're going to pay extra if you're savvy with your cash get it all done now and then don't worry about it because look if you're going to try book it closer to feb right now there's not going to be a spot there really won't and uh once those tickets are filled um there will be no sales on the door so yeah. this is a, a prepaid event and we know it's going to fill that's not being big-headed we know it's going to fill because we've had people messaging us about the super bowl party since the start of the season yeah so there is interest there yeah it's our flagship event and like what ryan said we always went to somebody else's but now it's time to take this show on the road this isn't our first rodeo and we've been doing meetups around the country birmingham's dead easy to get to one of the lads um looked up the the flights for it and it was 35 pounds from london i believe um mm-hmm. the sort of a selling point i can get yeah. there from ireland cheaper than i can get down somewhere else in ireland like cork galway um all those good places yeah if you go in there on the uh train mm-hmm. then you can get to Birmingham New Street, and I'm reliably informed by Matt Tisdale yeah. uh, that it's around about twelve to fifteen pounds in an Uber mm. from uh, from Birmingham New Street station to the event, or you can jump on the local service, and it's a couple of stops out, um, and then a short walk. Uh, the other thing is as well, if you wish to drive to it, uh, then there is the car park there, so it's it's easier than London. There's there's not many hotels in London where you can actually park your car up. So again. If you want to drive there, then you can get a few with you and, and you can park up nice and easy. So it really is a, a good venue and makes a lot of sense on a lot of levels. Yeah, and look, we love our podcast listeners. So what we're doing is we're announcing this first on the podcast and then we're going to do the promotion uh, at some time later in the day. So, you know, you're going to have a window of opportunity to get in there. So don't faff around. If you're looking to go uh, book it up and go and that's not us trying to get money in or anything like that because as ryan says like this is our biggest event of the year and we're expecting this to sell out we're just we just don't want us to miss out because we know an awful lot of people keep saying oh i can't go to this event i'm definitely going to be there for the super bowl so 
uh, yeah, get your tickets. Also, we have tickets still available, Manchester and Dublin, and it's the same sort of drill. Hit the website, go to ukpackers.co.uk, go to members and go to 2017 meetups, and you'll see all the information in one sort of small table. There's a click here option, click that. It'll bring you to a link that you can either pay uh, for the ticket or get more info on how to pay. So I think we'll uh, nip that in the bud. I'll go run to uh, try to put the kids down. Uh, Rhino, you're off the hook for all the kids type of stuff. You're going to have more pints. Uh, you're going to relax. You're just going to go and no, hit the No, I am planning for uh, toast with Nutella. <laughs> Decent. Right, so from myself, at NFL on Twitter, from my old buddy, my old pal, at Ryan Peacock, from the group, at UK Packers. Let's go, Pack Go. Let's beat these Bengals, and we'll talk to you after the fact. Nice.